Episode 2 of H.B. No's smash hit fantasy epic, The Sword of Maximum Damage, just exploded onto our screens. And boy, was it a doozy. It was immense. I'm drooling through my retainer. Oh, there is so much to talk about. Yeah. So many fan theories to discuss. I just wish there was an inn where I could kneel down and give birth to all my sacred pontifications. Oh, there is, you immaculate hose beast. Right here, right now. Call it in. Heyo! I'm Cronut Jenkins. And I'm Jelly Concave. And you are listening to the greatest fan show of the greatest television show ever made. Welcome to, to the, the Pod of Maximum, maximum Damage! It was the Pod of Maximum Damage! In my ears it calls to me. The part of maximum damage. Power strikes in the night, brings the ground from where we rise. Once again, we command, we will die, but we fight. <laughs> Alright, guys, now uh, let's get to it. Great app, huh? Oh my god. Huh? Oh my Come god. On. Yeah. Yeah. What an episode. Uh, and after last week's enigmatic season opener, this week we got given some real meat. Mm. Hard to the face. Face meat. And yet another innovative, in another special twist on the genre. <laughs> episode two gave us the same scene over and over, again and again for an hour. I mean. I needed like three eyes just to take it all in. Sure. You know, three eyes and six asses. Right. And spread out over ten couches across a dozen rooms in 19 apartments, spread out over a thousand zip codes. What a scene! One woman holding a map, talking to a vulture again and again. Boom! Suck me, Aaron Sorkin! <laughs> I mean, who does that? Who shows the same scene over and over and makes that their episode? The guys over at HB know that's who. And the girls. And the girls. And the gender fluids. And the gender fluids. And those that do not recognize gender. And those that do not recognize fluid. Right. This was groundbreaking TV, yeah. Jelly. Groundbreaking. It's groundbreaking event. TV. Groundbreaking event flagship TV. Groundbreaking event flagship water cooler TV. Groundbreaking event flagship water cooler hashtag TV. Groundbreaking event flagship water cooler hashtag ratings behemoth TV. Oh, you win that one. Thank you. It was like nothing we have seen before. Nothing we will see again. And nothing we are seeing currently. You know, so many shows choose to have different scenes all mm. edited together to create a coherent whole. And I gotta say, I'm a little bored of that device. Yeah, me too. You know, I was more than happy to watch that scene over and over. She's such a kick-ass character. Beanswell Mubali of the Clan Shack and Shack? Oh, hey, she's already a fan favorite. Yeah, Beanswell Mubali of Clan Shack and Shack. All oh, right, she's really picking up a fan following in here tonight. Uh, a lot of love for the Mubali amongst our uh, fan community in here tonight. But, um, hey, guys, let us know what you think at home. Tweet us your thoughts, your theories, right here at Pod of Maximum Domage. Damage is already taken. Uh, using the hashtag, what the fuck, are you fucking kidding me? So stick around, and we'll be right back after this Viking yells attack. Attack! Welcome back. <laughs> so, uh, soon we'll be talking to the actress who plays Pinswell Mubali of the clan Shack and Shack. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, so none other than Kenzie Plop and Shop herself. Actoress. Hey, what's the correct term here? Actor-s-tor. Actor-s-tor-s? Actor-s-tor-s-tor. No. 
actores, torres, torac, African American. And that's it, right there. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's talk through some theories. Uh, based on that one scene we saw, do you think the map Pinswall has <laughs> is correct and will lead her to the sword? That's such a great question, Cronut. Um, what do the fans think? Great. Let's open it up. Let's okay. get a pop quiz here, guys. Uh, is the map correct? Yeah. Wow, interesting but, but thought, why? interesting theory. How? How about you? How about you? Is the map correct? Oh, wow, like a, a real groundswell of difference there. What about you, friend? Do you think the map's correct? I think so. All right. Hey, hey where are you from? Uh, where? Oh, oh, oh. Ottawa? Where? Ottawa? Ottawa, yes. Where's that? Oh, just out back. All right, oh, cool. All right. Thanks for coming down. You get, you get a bus here from Ottawa? Yeah. All right. <laughs> you get the route down the fourth, and then you cut on to... Uh... No, I took the first. All right. I just kind of strolled down, and then, yeah. Oh, you, you caught the bus and you walked? Yeah. All right, that's a great bus. <laughs> How about you? Is the map correct? Yeah. Right. Well, hey, it's, it's hard to pick through uh, uh, what everybody's theories are. It's got everybody yeah, split. Yeah, also complex. So complex, yeah. But um, hey, you know, uh, guys, I've got a theory that may or may not impact upon that. Oh. All right. O-M, not a G because I don't believe in God. Hit me. Well, okay. <laughs> On the cover of book one of The Sword of Maximum Damage, there is a large bird, right? Okembe. Okembe, Okembe, sure. Perched on the shoulder of a mighty woman. Pinsmol Mubali. Yeah, there you go. And the bird is wearing a large leather diaper. Well, yeah, that's because Okembe has a bad stomach. Yeah, but on, on the cover, the woman has no hands. On the cover, the diaper is fastened with a pin. So? So? Who fastened the diaper? Why are you doing that weird voice? Because I've unearthed something no one else has. But who's fastened the diaper? <laughs> Peenswald did. <laughs> she killed all those guys in episode one. And in this ep, it's quite clearly shown holding the map. In the show, but on the cover, no hands. Well, maybe it's not her on the cover. In which case, who fastened the diaper? Yeah. Maybe they just decided to give her hands. In which case, who fastened the diaper? Yeah, I just. I just told you, it was Peenswall. <laughs> Hashtag, who fastened the diaper? Okay, guys, so it's time to bring out a guest. And possibly a diaper. And, th <laughs> and this one is Sword Royalty. You know her as Peenswall Mubali of the clan yeah, Shack and Shack. Right. And we know her as an absolute coup for the pod. So put your hands together and give a serious TPOMD welcome to the absolute legend that is Kenzie Plop and Sharp. <laughs> I can't believe we're seeing you right here before us. Well, that's the way it is. It, it's here so I am in a chair, and there you are in a chair. So I suppose we are seated together. That is so She's cool. So I've never, I've never even looked at being in company that way before. You, you're opening my my mind. Uh, clean something up first before we start, uh, uh, Kenzie. Uh, actor, actress. What's the correct term there? I prefer the term act truth. Wow. Because oh. <laughs> I feel like I'm bringing myself sure. and something of the world. Yeah, act truth. Act truth. Okay. And uh, uh, if, uh, if there was a male, that would be an act truth or, right? No. Wrong. So often we are giving ourselves these, these, these pigeon holes. Sure. Uh, not even pigeons in, enjoy pigeon holes. No. If the pigeons feel restricted. So give yourself the space and just be act truth.
So everyone's an act truth. Everyone. Men, women, are pigeon actors, that they act truth? Pigeon, if a question. pigeon takes a role, say, uh, in a World War II movie. Sure. I'd watch that. Yeah. That's a pigeon truth That's actor. That's a pigeon truth right there. Pigeon truth actor. Can a pigeon win an award? That is. I had never thought of that. That's maybe one for another time, maybe. Maybe uh, let's get back to S.W.O.R.D. Sure. Uh, Miss Poppinshop, mm. tell us how you got the gig on S.W.O.R.D. It's, well, a, fas a fascinating, very exciting story. Um, I, was, I was in something else, and the phone rang. It was my agent. They said, do you want to be in it? And I said, sure. Whoa! Whoa. That's, 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 that's just like that. I can't understand. Um, okay, so where did you start with a character like, like Peenswall? Yeah. They love her, all right. They such, love her. Such fans. Yeah. Um, the thing with Peenswall is that, or Peeny, I, I, I mean, I, I speak of her as someone else because she's not myself. Sure. I bring myself, but I'm not her. Um, she is strong. She's is, she is strong like an ox. And, and if you've never seen it, you know, people use that term and they don't know that term because a lot of people have never been with an ox. <laughs> have, have you been with an ox? I cannot lie. That's my act truth. Uh, and of course, Peaswell is, is bald. Um, she's bald. She's like totally bald. Totally, totally, bald. totally complete. She's, she's bald, like bald, like, like if you go bald, or if you went bowling. And, and you took a bowling ball and you put it up against her head, you'd think that the bowling ball was a lion. <laughs> was, as, as, an act, as an act truth, um, yes. was the baldness an issue for you at all? Oh, absolutely not. Uh, for me, I play all my roles bald. Oh. So if I'm going to play a role, they have to be bald. I, I once uh, played uh, Jesus course, um, in the uh, ill-fated Nazareth trials. Um, and I, uh, and if, I, if, I, if, I'm, if the role isn't bald, I, call my, I, I fire my agent. Why? I, 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 because I have a tattoo that says, bald is an otter. Some of the guys in here tonight, some of the fans, some of the, the community of fans that we have in sort, they might be real interested mm. to know uh, how soon hair grows back. <laughs> well, I, well, I, well it, it, can, it can vary. It depends how stressful the role was, because stress affects hair. Yeah. So if it, you know, when I was in the Nazareth trials, I mean, I didn't grow back for six months because of the nails. Uh, and, <laughs> but say when you're, you know, in a run on Broadway, then uh, you can grow back in two to three days. Sure. Wow. <laughs> keep shaving, then. Just keep shaving. Just keep shaving. Can you act your hair back? That is... Uh, like one of those like little chia pet things, you can just like squeeze it out, and the play-doh comes out the top. Oh. Or like those uh, those those weird things you put the seeds on, and the the, the crest grew hair. Crest hair. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, dog. Yeah. No, you can't do that in real life. <laughs> Got it. Getting uh, guys, as we all know, the the show's based on the book, mm. uh, and the book famously has no words in it at yeah. all. It's just like seven hundred empty pages. Uh, but what it does have is a great cover. Mm. And um, were you familiar with the source material before you took the role? No, I, I, no, I, I haven't looked at it, but I am halfway through the cover. So. Right. Okay. You read the script, though, right? Oh, no, no. No, no. I don't, I don't read script. I don't learn lines. For me, lines are blocking my truth as yeah. an actress. Oh, yeah, well, um, we, I absolutely love how you just kick ass oh, in yeah. F1. Like, it's so cool. Um, did you, it felt like you had had weapon training before, or like, had you ever Great worked question, with weapons? Great question, Jelly. Great question. Thank you. Well, I fought, fought in now. 
They do. That's yeah. what happens in life. They forget the women. What, what did you do in... <laughs> what did you do in Nam? <laughs> which, which element of Nam did you do? In Nam, I, I flew the big helicopter. Oh, wow. The That's big, what I did. I flew the big one with the two propellers. The, you know, the Miss biggest Saigon? one. Yeah. It's like that. Wow. wow. Vietnam was just like Miss Saigon? It was. It's an accurate portrayal of that. So, like, it, 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 where did the interval come? <laughs> Did they sell snacks? There was yeah. no, no snacks. No oh. snacks, right. Were you there? Do you I know? My Do you know Jelly? My granddad fought in Nam and he mentioned snacks. Oh, I'm I sorry. I, but he is, he's an idiot, so maybe that. So, in answer to your question, yes, I did train. And, okay. I, and I defended my country. That's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's incredible. Um, the guy, uh, guy who lives next door to me, he fought in Nam, but on the other side. Wow. Yeah. Well, let us never meet because I will use that helicopter again. They let uh, you keep it all after? Okay. They kept, they wanted to get rid of all the evidence, so that helicopter's just in my garage. Back to sword, and though. You say back to sword, but really this is all what goes into sword. Wow, okay. I'm so, so sorry. Because it all feeds in. Right. The now only reason I can hold that sword. When I finally find it, if I finally ever find it. Oh, if anyone oh, ever finds Oh, is that a spoiler? That is not a spoiler. Okay. And you, you will retract that. You will cut that out. Okay. <laughs> we will. You will cut that out. A rose like this hard to come by? For me, no. Yeah. I'm a very powerful woman. Mm -hmm. And I have a very good agent. And sure. I have a playing age of 6 to 94. So. Wow. <laughs> you can cover everybody. Everybody. Like, so, like, how old are you in real life? You don't mind me asking. I'm 94. You look, you look amazing. You sure do. Well, I've had a, you know, a bit of work done. I mean, I, th I think you should look after yourself. You know, so I've had my, my eyes lifted. I had a, a face left. I've had a chin left. I've had a, a butt uh, fold. Um, I've had a, a, knee, a knee realignment. Uh, and my feet, I, I've had the, the skin of a child actually put on. Uh, put on. Would you like to touch Yeah, feet? I'd love to touch because your child feet. The thing about the skin of a child oh. is it really is... Look wow! Look it's like that. a baby's head. Like a, like a baby's head on my foot. <laughs> it's beautiful. That's right. We know that there's a whole series of books, a whole series of, of like, the plans for the show to go on and on. You're contracted for, for like, 30 years or something to the show? Is that, is that correct? Yes, 30 years. Uh, are you going to make it? <laughs> <laughs> are you threatening me? No, 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 no. I don't know. Uh, I, I just mean, like, doing the simple math. I, I, I believe that I will make it. Yeah. Uh, and I hope to make it because what a contract, you know. How, how did you get into acting then, like right back at the start? Oh, it's and you know, why does anyone do anything mm. is the first thing to say. Uh, but um, I, I remember I was swimming when I was uh, four years old and I decided to pretend to drown. And uh, I got so many people believe me. Right. They just, they, they thought, she's drowning! And they ran to me, and they, and they tried to save me. They, try, they came to me. And I, and I thought, I, I like this. <laughs> I, uh... Is it true that you bring a, a little pet onto set? Is little that... Roscoe. Oh, yeah, I love I that. love yeah. that. Little Roscoe is a wonderful, oh, he's my, he's my little boy. <laughs> he's it, wonderful. 
like he's a little, he's an actual little boy. Yeah, he's an actual little boy. Yes, so, I, I have a human leash. child. Yeah, a human child that yeah. you take on a leash. Everywhere. Yes, I dress him up. You know, you know. Sometimes I dress him so that he could be an extra in the show, or I dress him in a way that people go, "What? What's that?" <laughs> like, oh, it's just a little boy in an outfit. You know. Sometimes I put him uh, like in a little, like a pen, like a onesie. Is that you know onesie? Is that what your kids say? Uh, and something you know, he looks like a panda. Or uh, sometimes he, he looks like I dressed him once like a like a Coca Cola can, uh, and then and then every time I pick him up, it's like I'm a giant, oh, or or I'm a, I'm a little borrower. <laughs> that's like, what's what's so great about having kids, you know? Yeah. Because I, I couldn't have my own kids, so I just got a lot of kids. I have a you ranch, took- and I just have hundreds of them running around. Wow. So you just took them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, ones that other people didn't want. So I'm looking after them. It's my, my, my piece for society. That's so beautiful. Thank you so much. How many kids you got on that ranch? About 100. Well, I think, I mean, I, I lose count. But um, they, they just roam freely, you know? They're, they're just in their natural habitat, running, running around, you know? They, they live in the trees or they come in for bread, you know? What happens when they, what happens when they well, get it's older? Sad. It's sad. This is obviously the time when you have to shoot them. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, until then, they have such a wonderful, it's like free-range chicken. Yeah. At what, how yeah. old is Roscoe? Roscoe, he's 12, so 12. he's coming up to, uh, yeah. coming up to Bizey time. What, what's the age when they get the bullet? 14. 14, okay. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, sure, yeah. He's no, he's no longer a When kid. they start getting frisky. That's, you know, I don't want that. I when, don't want to deal with that. When they start getting hair. Well, oh, you don't want that. I right? don't want that. You don't want that. I don't want hair. I shave them all. You have, they're all bald. You have a hundred shaved children <laughs> in your ranch. Okay, cool. The, uh, the kid that you took the skin from for your foot, is he one of yours oh, as well? Oh, cronut. You will retract that. You will, you will edit that out of the show. I will, but is he? Yes. Oh, he is, right, cool. cool. You got a picture of him? We all like to see a skinless kid, right? Yeah? I have him, it's on my Facebook page. Add me. <laughs> you got that picture on your Facebook page? You tag that kid in? <laughs> All right. Uh, it's been great chatting to you, but uh, one last thing. Can you uh, maybe give us a few little tidbits oh, about yeah. what we might be seeing coming up on the show? Yeah. You know that I am Judy Bell. Not to reveal anything, but if I was to say something, I might tell you that it can be finds a key. Oh! In his diaper? I'm not no. saying right, anything okay. more! Okay, okay. You kids, you want so much these days. Oh, crazy. The shame that you aren't shot at 14. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cronut. <laughs> Help. Uh, great. A round of applause for yeah. Kenzie Plopper. Real great. Great to spend time uh, with someone who's really making all of her dreams come true on screen. But uh, there are so many weird and wonderful animals that inhabit the world of dyspraxia, right? And uh, and one man is responsible for handling them all. Mm, uh, with with a career that spans seven years, or as he likes to put it, half a cat. Please put your hands together for head animal wrangler Marty Waddle. Oh, all right. Marty. Yeah. Marty. Oh, yeah.
see you. Oh, yeah. 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 They love you, Marty. They love oh, you. Uh, oh, it's so great to have it's you here, brilliant. Marty. Pleasure to be on the show. Uh, uh, I am such a fan of the podcast. I, I, I must say that straight off the top of my head. Tell us how you got involved with the show. All right. Well, it's a great, uh, great story. I, uh, I'm, um, I'm at home, and I'm, I, 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 well, I started out looking after cows, cattle, cattle. and. Uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm staring. I remember one morning I'm brushing my teeth looking out the window, about 50, 60 cows. I'm like, what the hell am I going to do with all these cows? So I started writing a few ideas down, and the one I stumbled across, I must admit I stumbled across it, was uh, I thought, you know, you know, you know the film uh, Beethoven. With the, the, that's the reception it deserves. Beethoven, and then I just paused it, and I wrote down the line, then I pressed play, and I wrote down the line. Next thing you know, I had a script on my hand. I went to Disney. I said, we gotta do this. She said, you just written Beethoven with Kyle. I was like, have you seen that before? She did? Disney? She? She's, Disney's a she? Well, I, I was, well, turns out, she's like, this is the Disney store. You gotta go to the Disney. I'm like, okay. So I, I sent it, I sent it to Miramax. Because Disney, Disney ain't gonna open an envelope for me. I sent it to Miramax going, can you forward this to Disney? Uh, and then, um, so, uh, yeah, and anyway, so I, I've just been sat, I was sat by my letterbox for about, uh, uh, well, about four months, I was getting, I was getting disheartened. I, I, you know, I was getting no response. Sure. And uh, my agent, she was. Uh, well, you're a, you, you have an agent. You're, you have cattle, and you have an agent. <laughs> yeah, I do. Well, right. ba- I, I say agent. My neighbor one morning, she's like, "You sat outside this little box. Who's watching the cattle?" And I said, "Well, I can't do both." I can't stand by the letterbox and then watch the cattle. So she said, well, why don't I watch the letterbox for you? Because I only live next door sure. whilst you're doing the cattle. And then when the postman comes, I'll come get you. So I said, are you my agent now? And she's like, no. I'm like, you are my agent now. She it's went, oh, deal. okay, if that's what you want. So that's how I started working with her. Anyway. Uh, the letter came through? The le- well, the, no, the letter didn't come through. She right. called me one day. She's got the local paper, and she's like, they're looking for animal handlers on film sets. What's your CV like? And I said, I've, I've only worked with cattle. And she said, well, write that up. So I just wrote cattle on a piece of A4 paper. <laughs> just the word? Just the word cattle. Right. Okay. And she went, that's great. That's all you need. <laughs> so uh, she said, fold that in half and then fold it again. That's, what, that's a great agent you got there. Well, you know what? When, it's a tip for anyone who wants to get in the industry. If uh, you want to send a letter to someone, don't fold it in half. Make them work for it. Fold it eight times. So they're like, what the hell is this? And then when they open it up, they're like, God damn, this is the most annoying genius I've ever wanted to meet. So I, an hour later from posting it, it was so quick. I put it in 
the letterbox. An hour later, I'm on set. <laughs> how, how was it working with, with different animals to cattle then on yeah. the film set? Unbearable. Sure. You know, with cattle, I like, they're so big, mm. I, if, 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 if a cow's gonna go left, you know it's gonna go left. I was talking to these three mice, and I'm like, guys, all you gotta do is run in that direction, and before you open the door, pause, look at camera six, laugh, and then run through. They're looking at me like I'm mad. So, I, you know, with a cow, you just slap its arse, and it's all yours. So I had a lot of problems with the animals, but you know what? I have to say, having watched Marty work so much, I've never seen anyone handle a bird like you, Marty, and I. I hope you know your talent. Oh, that's a lovely thing What's to say. That's so lovely. Nancy. That's real beautiful. That must, be, that must feel nice, Marty. That must feel nice. Because yeah. I, I, guess, I guess you don't get too much back from the actual animals themselves. No, no. Uh, they, uh, uh, they uh, well, uh, they live with me. Uh, Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask, like, where, where do you keep them all? Yeah, but, oh, no, uh, you've answered at that. Home, at home. And, uh, and I feed them uh, beans. Mm. I just, I but feed... all of them? They all eat beans? <laughs> what, what sort of beans? Oh, uh, refried. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I don't Mexican. know why they like it. They, uh, they just eat it up. All of the animals. All of the animals. They can't get enough. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I, at one point, uh, I caught a couple of the weasels. Uh, they were, just, they were, just, they were. I'd already fed them, mm. right? and I'm in bed, and I just hear this uh, clattering downstairs in the kitchen. And I'm like, "Well, I live alone, so who the hell is that?" <laughs> I go, I go downstairs. The weasels, they're just cooking up fried beans. <laughs> I, I say, "Boys, haven't you had enough? I'm sure I fed you." <laughs> they just stand laughing, and, uh, and uh, you know, we, we that was a pretty good night actually. That was a pretty good night. We got a few tins in and uh, shared some old stories, and uh, it was a pretty good night. So, the, but there's there's also like a lot of mythological creatures in the show, uh, um, and not all of them can be CGI. I guess uh, some of them have got to be made practically. So, do you do you do that as well? Yes, I do. Yeah. Wow. Uh, well, uh, the director. Uh, his uh, his son draws pictures of animals he wants to see, and right. uh, he uh, you know very talented artist. Oh well, yeah, the it's, kid. It's, yeah. it's nice to look at, but when the director says, "Can we have that in half an hour?" I'm like, uh, that doesn't even exist, you know. <laughs> but uh, he's like, "Well, is that a problem, Marty?" And I'm like, "Oh no, that's not a problem, sir. I'm shy like that." So I, uh, I uh, so the, the worst. The wor uh, if I, I, uh, I don't know if I don't even know if uh, I hope it's not. I'm not spoiling. There's a two. There's a two-headed horse. Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah, and you know, uh, when I brought that on set, uh, people, people were going crazy. They were like, how, how did you do this? Um, how did how, you do it? How did you do that? Uh, well, well, like I said, I, I buy two of the same animal, <laughs> and uh, you know, if they do, I picked one, uh, I got on his back, I pulled out my pen knife, Wow. And uh, over the course of uh, about 20 hours, I uh, cut off that beast's head. You, you got on the back of the one whose head you were going to cut off? I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't want to look it in the eye. Uh, if you're going to ask me, uh, am I a coward? 
Well, then, yes, sir, I am. Uh, I, well, I cut it off. I had the head. I then tried to stick it on to uh, the other horse's head. He was not happy about that. Uh, I always use uh, oohoo glue because uh, I like the owl on it. But uh, head just kept slipping off. Uh, so in the end, I just had to put the head on my body. And uh, I sat on the horse like real tight. Uh, I camouflaged myself with... Uh, I skinned the other horse and I made, I made a suit out of its uh, fur, horse fur, sure. and uh, I sat on the back of the horse. So I remember, I, I mean, I, I remember I walked, I, I trotted on the set, and somebody went, isn't that Marty on the back of that horse wearing a suit made out of horse fur with a real horse head on his head? And I just went, don't tell the director's son. Because it's magic. Yeah. Uh, he was delighted with the outcome. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we, we just, we just uh, blurred it a little bit, and uh, it looks real cool. Well, that's intense. Yeah, uh, uh, really have, intense. I mean, have you always loved animals, then? Is this something that you feel like, you know, you were destined to do? Yeah, well, I don't believe in destiny, but um, my father, uh, well, we, I, I was brought up in a crematorium. Uh, for, for dogs, specifically dogs. And I remember when he first brought me in there, it was like a bring your kid to work day. Oh, and, God. Uh, he, uh, he, uh, I was like, he walked me in there and, gee, wow. Yeah. That's gnarly. Uh, uh, I'll never forget that sight. And uh, he, 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 he pointed at them all and he, uh, he told me all their names. And then I said, God, I, I bet they were fun when they were alive. And he said, uh, no. <laughs> no. These are bad dogs. Oh, oh wow. And, uh, it was a bad dog crematorium, huh? Yeah, yeah. only for bad dogs. For bad dogs. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I had to help out. And there's, you know what the, there were a lot of dogs' dicks. <laughs> what? Where? Like, well, they're on, well, they're on the dogs. <laughs> but right. I, like, I remember thinking that. I was like, it's just hundreds of like, dogs. <laughs> There's hundreds of them. And I just thought, well, hang on a minute. Like, because you can't, when, when something burns and is then ash, sure. you can't tell which part of the body you got in your hands. So they and, don't burn a dog at a time? Just 50 at a time. And I just thought, well, hang on a minute. When you're given, like, a little pot to, like, Aunt Rosemary, I, I, how do you know you're not giving her, like, a vase of dog's dick? That's right. The, 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 what you could get could just be all dick, the powder. You could get all dick. You could get dick powder. Maybe Aunt Rosemary would like that. <laughs> that is true. That is true. That's a good point. That's, a, that's an interesting environment to, uh, to grow up in, I'm sure. Yeah, and, and, and that made you love animals and be an animal wrangler. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, well, I want to work with them when they're alive. Sure. And, yeah, I got well, it. I, I'm aware I told the story of the horse, yeah. but uh, he had a good life before yeah. sure. I did that. Yeah, and he was bred to be on film anyway. He was what bred a great... to have his head chopped off with a pen knife over 20 hours. Sure, like, yeah. yeah. I'll say this about him. He could learn his lines quick. <laughs> <laughs>
I mean, it w- okay, well, look, as an, wow. as an extra treat uh, for you guys in here tonight, uh, you heard him earlier on in a clip from the show. Marty's actually brought in a Kembi the Vulture. To, yeah, I know. Hold so on I to your valuables so, in case Marty, you... Marty, do you want to, like, uh, get, get... Where is he? Is he oh, I see, yeah, he's, he's in this... He's in this cage. He's right here. Oh, he's, he's beautiful. Big. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's, uh... He's bigger than you thought, huh? Yeah. Yeah. He's massive. Yeah. Like, uh... Huge. He's really big. He's the size of a car. Oh, yeah. It can't be all right. Is he, like, fully grown, or is he going to get any bigger? Oh, he's going to get bigger, yeah. Yeah. Like three times the size. Wow, yeah. three times the size he is now. Yeah. Where, where in your house do you keep him? Huh? Where in your house do you keep the vulture? Uh, he stays on my desk. <laughs> like right. a paperweight. <laughs> he likes to read. Like a paperweight. <laughs> has, he, uh, has he had his beans today? Oh, well, why don't you ask him? Hey, Akembe, you had your refried beans today? <laughs> Wow, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And Kenzie, I, mean, I you... don't know what that means, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I think that's a yes. Well, Kenzie worked closely, obviously, in that scene. Mm. Is he a great actor, a good oh, listener? such a wonderful listener. Really, honestly, Marty's done wonders with, with this beast, this magnificent beast. Sure. And, and he would, I would spread the beans on my arm, and, right. and he would just come to me. See? Oh, oh, that's nice. Oh, okay, oh, thanks very much, Tom. Oh, that's amazing. Adorable. Okay. Well, look, uh, we've had enough of your time. Uh, I got a room full of people here who want to ask you guys questions. So, uh, guys, get your hands up. You got a question for Kenzie Ploppenshop uh, or Marty, Marty Waddle, our, our, our animal wrangler. Who's, uh, who's got a question? Come on. Well, Let's guys, go. Oh, you got Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Go, go for this guy. It's just a, a general question for all of the cast on the show. Great. Well, I was just wondering, as you have so many um, skinless children running around, oh. sure. and you're looking for these crazy creatures to be in the show, is there any space for these skinless children to That's a great question. Wow. That's a great question. Is... You could stick different hairs or dog sticks on them and stuff like that. It's... Hey. I would never stick a dog stick on a child, but, okay. but I think there's definitely space for us to work with that. Would you say, Marty, that you could maybe come and wrangle some skinless children? I will never, uh, I, 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 I remember uh, back in 1985, uh, this van pulled up outside my house, and this guy just ran out of the van, knocked on my door, I answered the door, and I said, hello. As you do. <laughs> yeah, and he said, do you want what's in my van? <laughs> and, uh, well, I wish I said yes. <laughs> That's a great story, Marty. <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks for sharing. Yeah, we got a question over there. Yes, sir. What's your name? Uh, Robert. Hey, uh, you've been here before, right, Robbie? Uh, yes. Woo! Robbie. Yeah. London, England. Awesome show. Oh, thank oh. you. Thank you. Yeah, uh, Kenzie and Marty. Um, what's it like to act and train mermaids and unicorns? Oh yeah. Well, that is such yeah. a great question. Yeah. It's so so hard. I mean, when Marty first of course created the mermaids, I mean, it was a traumatic thing to see and uh, <laughs> and the, and the YouTube video that went viral was was yeah. not you know, was it was not let's, uh, well, should we say Marty, I mean, it did not do you favors. No, 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 no. Uh, that was uh, what's called in the profession a leak. 
Was she not in, in shock after what had happened to her? Well, she was dead. Right. Well, well. Okay. I we did, did we, not know that. We only had, uh, I think, 36 hours before she started to smell. So. Uh, sure. Quick turnaround on the show. Yeah, yeah. quick, quick turnaround, turnaround for that yeah. scene. We got another question right here. Go for it. Uh, Kenzie, I love you. I love you. Um, so, oh, I got a question. Um, you have so much energy for a lady of your years. Oh, thank uh, you so much. What's your secret? My secret? Right. Yeah. That's my secret. Oh, that's good. I think the secret to success is not sharing. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Do not share. Do not help others. It seems like uh, in your world, Kenzie, it's a real doggy dog environment. Yeah. And in Marty's, it's a dog loose dick environment, right? <laughs> oh, do doggy dog sometimes. All oh, right, okay. Yeah. In the that was another video we had to get taken down. Sure, sure. Yeah, question over there. What you got? I got a question. I would like to know from the panel which TV show you guys think has got the best fans, right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, you got it. Oh, gotta... we have to answer. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I guess it would be sword, right? Sword, of course. Oh, okay. Thank sword, you. right? Yeah. yeah. No, I thought it was a. I thought it was a rhetorical. Yeah. No, uh, I, I think I think he meant that question, right? That is, that is that is everything to me. Thank you. That's all I want. Okay. <laughs> all right. Thank yeah. you so much for watching. Okay. Question over there from uh, yeah that gentleman there. Yeah. Oh. Uh yeah. Good evening. Hello, Marty. Or should I call you Noah? <laughs> uh, Marty. Call me Marty. I'll call you. <laughs> okay. Um, my name's Peter. And oh. I'm from Peter. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, oh, yeah. the uh, Right. We've heard a bit about the magic this evening, and uh, I'd like to know what your line on cruelty really is. Just remember, you don't have to answer any of these questions because the studio... I would like him to answer this question. If you could, If you want an answer to this question, you can go to the studio directly. We will not be answering I would like him on the spot. I'd like him to answer the question right now, please. I'm completely out of my depth as a broadcaster. So am I, but I want him to answer the question. What is your name? Peter. From Peter. Listen, Peter. Uh... As you're aware, at the end of the episode with the credits, uh, if you look closely, it says, a lot, a lot of animals were harmed during the making of this show, okay? Now, I wish it said a few, and I'm going to try and get it down to a few, but yes, I, I, I admit it says a lot. But let me tell you this, Peter Pan. <laughs> Without harming the animals, there's no show. And we love the show, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, how do you feel about that, Peter? Do you love the show too? I'm a big fan of the show, so oh, it's a big yeah. problem for me. Oh, there you go. Peter, work with me to get a lot down to, down to a, a, few, a few, down to a couple, down to great. we have to do a big scene, a huge amount, <laughs> down to never. Yeah, thank right. you. Yeah, work work together. Work yeah. with me. We'll talk after the show. Work thank you. Great. Thank you so much. Oh, thank okay, you. guys, listen, we are out of time. Uh, oh. uh, there's a big, big thanks to our guests here tonight and all our fans. It's been, it's, it's been such a great show tonight. Yeah, and, and it's, it's such a shame that we'll never get to know who fastened the diaper. Well, yeah. Uh, all right. Oh, uh, well, I did. I fastened the diaper. Yeah! I told you. I told you. 
We got to tweet that right now. That's a TPOMD exclusive right there. Uh, guys, a big, huge round of applause for Kenzie Plop and Shaw. Yeah. Molly Warhol. Yeah. Jerry Concave, my host. I've been calling up Jenkins. You guys have been the fans. We'll see you next time. The Pod of Maximum Damage featured Adam Riches, Stevie Martin, Jim Johnson, James Riches, and special guests Pippa Evans and John Kearns. It was written by Adam Riches with improvisations from the cast and members of the audience. Recorded at King's Place, editing and music by Jim Johnson. If you liked it, then rate, review, and subscribe.